Friday morning to you. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, with the Pensacola Expert Panel. I hope you're having an amazing Friday. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be a wonderful, fun weekend coming up with me. It is Stefan Schmidt with Boat Smart. Good morning. Good morning. I was listening to your show on the way in here, as I always do. And, uh, all the stuff that's going on wore me out before I even got here. I'm like, dang, <laughs> very exciting, you know? Yes, you mean with uh, with all the blues blue and, and the 4th of July and, and the great so weather we're going to have this weekend. It's going to be so fun. Oh, I look gosh. forward to this yeah. every single year. It's my favorite. I say this every day. The listeners are probably like, please stop. But it is my favorite holiday because I'm extremely patriotic. Yeah, and me then too. adding in the blues to that, yep. this that pride of yep. having our hometown, yep. just so excited to see them. I just get super excited about the whole thing. If you don't shed a tear when you see them fly over, I you know, watch right? an American like, flag fly, something wrong with you. You need I'm to like, move to another country. This is beautiful, right? I, you know, I tell you. So, That's, I yeah. mean, I kind of agree, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. You can call in or text in at 850-437-1620 is the number. Boat Smart is sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 56. 21 Bower Road here in Pensacola, Florida, 850-492-0487 is their phone number. Uh, KeyMarineCenter.com is their website. You can check them out there. You can Google them. You can check them out on Facebook as well. And uh, Key Marine is your Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. Special discounting prices on all Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki motors. Key Marine uh, has parts in stock for your Mercruiser product. I get a lot of questions about Mercruiser and uh, where to get it serviced and stuff. And Key Marine is your go-to place for Merc Cruiser, and it's just that a lot of places are going outboard, and you don't see the Merc Cruiser uh, facilities that are taking care of the Merc Cruiser or any kind of stern drive. But Key Marine continues to do that, and they are just uh, the go-to place for Merc Cruiser. They even keep old parts in stock as well. So Key Marine is your go-to for Merc Cruiser, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki. And again, you can check them out on Facebook. They have a consignment sale over there that they wanted me to mention this morning. It's a 2020 Sea Hunt 225 Ultra powered with a Yamaha F200. And they're asking $73.9 for that boat. Uh, so apparently uh, that's one of their consignments. And they will consign your boat. So if you have a boat that you're wanting to sell uh they will do that for you and basically you take the boat to the key marine they look it over they check it out i guess and they'll say okay we can consign your boat they do all the advertising for you and you don't have to hassle with the uh trying to sell your boat they will do it for you that's amazing so they'll keep it apparently at their location or maybe they'll take you to a dock somewhere whatever the boat might be but they can consign the boat for you and i think there's a little fee involved in that of course but you know that's what businesses do we make a little money here and there well of course how are we gonna survive (laughs) but they do all the advertising if you've never if you've ever tried to sell something on the internet and then you know people say they're going to be there they don't show Mm -hmm. up or whatever key marine will take that hassle out of that Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. So they will consign your boat for you, and they will help you out. We're going to start, not this show, everybody, so this is going to get you to tune in. Okay. We're going to start doing some swag stuff again where we're going to do some trivia questions. Ooh. And uh, Key Marine is going to start looking on some Mercury swag and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, so our next show, we'll be ready for that. They kind of sent me a message this morning, hey, when can we start doing that? And, you know, it takes me a little bit because I like to have a good trivia question where nobody can get it right away. What if I get it right? Do I get the swag? If you get it right, but, you know, you got notes in front of you. Oh, so. man, I do have Google sitting right here. Yeah. Okay, I guess I won't play. This is no Google trivia 
Oh, right? okay, fine. You know everybody does that. I know that. So, <laughs> I know that. I'm going to find something you can't find on Google, so we'll work that out. I had, a, I had a friend real quick ask, is there a small plastic cover on the foot that covers the bolt to the trim tab? Mine is missing. Okay. Okay, so depending on what motor it is, did they mm-hmm. specify or anything like that? No. Okay. Typically, on a, on a lot of the outboard motors, there is a rubber or plastic cover mm-hmm. that goes over where the bolt hole is for the trim tab bolt and if it's missing i do recommend that you go ahead and get that replaced because what happens if you don't uh sand and and silt will get down in that area and make that bolt uh where it's not accessible okay so yes definitely if that is missing that is part of there's a reason for it to be there replace it so yep so you do have to remove that to pull trim tabs on yamaha's mercury all of them have that somewhat, some type of a cover for that little yes. area. Yep, good question. I appreciate that. Absolutely. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, here on News Radio 92.3. We are informative, local, and dependable. I'm here with Stefan Schmidt. It is Boat Smart, so if you have a question, motors, boats. Yeah. You can call or text four three seven one six two zero. You just want to say hi. Yeah, just say hello. Maybe you you've been to my school. Maybe you know mm-hmm. Georgetown Technical College. Maybe you have a question about that as well. And that's why we're here. We talk about the school. Of course, we talk about Key Marine. But the main reason we're here to get the message out for the school, my my uh, Marine Service Program, and what we do over at Georgetown. Right. So if you have any questions about that as well, I'm more than happy to take those questions. Or maybe you have a good comment about you know, to school or something, and you right. like to share that. We, we love hearing good stories about uh, the, uh, the the school, the classes that we have over there and that kind of thing. And, you know, we just went past, I'll, I'll mention this, we went past Father's Day, uh, and I'm not a, I'm not a dad, I've, okay. I don't, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So Father's Day is, you know, I'm happy for everybody that, you know, celebrates mm-hmm. Father's Day. One of my previous students texted me, you know, uh, happy Father's Day, and he said Father's Day is also for father f- figures, Aww, as well that's and precious. i thought that was great that is amazing know? and uh, students would do that and yeah. you know and say that and that kind of gives you an idea of the type of atmosphere we have at the school right. the caring that we have there the, that we care about our students and we we, we care about what they want to do in life and that kind of stuff so i thought that was pretty cool and i just popped in my my head here but to say that you know that that when we're talking about the school and the things that we do over there so yeah georgestonecollege.edu i believe that's the website they have a chat feature on there as well and you can uh you can check that out and uh we're more than happy to answer your questions on that chat feature as well so we've been busy uh in summer school and you know not all bad not bad kids go to summer school good kids go to summer school really? students right Absolutely. i know you went to summer school didn't you back in the day oh every year yeah you know, <laughs> no. i had to do summer school i still have to do summer school it's not because i'm a bad teacher it's because we enjoy the learning that we do so we do six weeks of summer school at georgestone and 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 not all classes are running so it's a kind of a you know, it's kind of quiet over there in a way, but it's also kind of busy in certain areas of the school. We have IT classes running, welding classes running, our electrical classes running. Um, I believe our culinary class is going. We go four hours a day. Students are, are there four hours a day. I'm there five hours a day, uh, Monday through Thursday from 8 a.m. until 12 a.m. That's what the student schedules are. So it's a real condensed kind of uh, learning environment. And the students get so much hands-on. Mm-hmm. And the students are learning things that they want to learn, maybe something they've missed in, on, along the way or maybe they need to touch up on something. Yeah. So we're just having a blast. 
Oh, that's And the students are just learning so much. And and, And really, that's how they're going to learn the best is just in a stress-free environment where they can be hands-on. And that's great that you... um, cultivate and we, we always try to keep it stress-free no yeah. matter what but you know summer school takes mm-hmm. it to a different level right you know uh, i'm not doing the 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 uh all the okay you got to take a break now this is when lunch mm-hmm. is and all this stuff you kind of just like doing your own schedule you know yeah it's and great. you come in you go to work i'm walking around the shop more because i have more time to do that with the students and it's a smaller class so i'm able to spend some you know uh, one-on-one with mm-hmm. students and 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 i enjoy that and uh, so we're just uh, just having a great time. And, and in the last week, last week and this week, last week and this week, we did two field trips. Did you? Where did you yeah. go? So the first one was last week. We went to Blazer Boats here in Pensacola. And people probably don't realize we have a major boat manufacturer mm-hmm. up in Ellison Industrial Park. And it's Blazer Bay Boats. They do bass boats, bay boats. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I, I arranged for the students and myself to go there and do a tour of that facility. And it, it, it gives the students opportunities, okay? Opportunities to see how a boat is built mm-hmm. from literally the inside out, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is very cool to see a boat in its shell in its very beginning right. and start going through all the stages of what it takes to build a boat mm-hmm. and all the way to the rigging, the engine, the, the, the uh, checking it out, all the all the stuff that they do at this location, right? But it also gives them some opportunity for employment as well because uh, I have several partners, and, and Blazer Boats is is uh, one of the partners that partners up with George Stone to hire students on a part-time basis mm-hmm. where they go to work in the mornings, they work at Blazer, and they oh, are great. able to go to school full time as well. Oh, great! So great this, opportunity. Yeah, it's a great opportunity, mm-hmm. and you know, and 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 they understand that typically, my students in my class want to work on the engine side of it. They want to be technicians, right? Mm-hmm. So the boat manufacturing portion is not quite like the the other side of it, which is you know the 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 technical aspect of it. You know, working on boats and servicing them. So they understand that. Uh, and so my students may not stay there, you know, once they graduate, right. uh-huh. but it does give them opportunity. Oh yeah. You know, it enhances their learning so it, oh my much gosh. more. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much. And, and for them to see how boats are done from inside out, because a lot of times you, you need x-ray eyes to work on a boat sometimes because you're trying to put a cable through or a wire through and you don't know, you know, and you can't mm-hmm. make that happen. Uh, and it helps the students to understand that. So that was a, a that's just a great opportunity. And uh, the students were able to uh, do that tour and ask questions and uh, have job opportunities at Blazer Boats. And then this week, and I bet you a lot of people don't know this as well, we went to Arco uh, Starting and Charging, which is a marine RV location that builds starters, alternators, trim trim pumps, and motors. That's here in Pensacola on Navy Boulevard. Nice, yeah. One of the largest aftermarket starter alternators trim pump trim motors manufacturers in the world oh really yes and they supply i know and you would not believe it you know when you go over there and you take a tour of that facility so we went there and again we got to see starters being built from the start of the starter which is crazy right and they and they explain the systems and the parts of the starter and, and i think that helps the students 
understand the components they're working on, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to troubleshoot. Right. And uh, I had several students who were able to get on the assembly line and put some starters together for that, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. for learning how to do that. And again, another job opportunity because right. this is another location that's willing to hire students to help them go through, you know, to earn a living while going to school. That's, that's great. Fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. You know, You're and right. again, they're in the industry and they're learning that. Will they stay there? I don't know. But, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to tell you one thing. When I when you walk into that place, it is the spotless, spick and span place I've ever seen in my life. You could eat off the floors in that location. Really? Oh, yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, the floors really are all does. painted. Everything is in its uh-huh. place. And they have all this equipment in there. And, the, and they were able to uh, explain the equipment and what they did with it and all their testing procedures and all that. So that's ARCO starting and charging. And they're getting into some other stuff, which is very cool. So we're kind of on to on, get some ideas on that as well. So it's it's uh, it was good two tours. And we're, I'm still working on another uh, that I'm not going to talk about yet because I'm hoping it's going to happen in July. And I'm working with some uh, marinas and some other entities in the marine industry right, uh-huh. to make something spectacular happen. Oh, nice. I can't wait <laughs> right? to hear about it. So, yeah. So I'm hoping we're working that I'm out. I'm sure you will have we it were, taken care of. Yeah. Seven. So we were talking about that uh, yesterday, yeah. trying to make that happen. And just I don't want to get everybody too excited, you know, because it doesn't happen. Right. But we're working on it. And in the talking, we're talking about it. So I'll tell everybody about that when it does happen as well. Absolutely. A friend from Gulf Breeze said, that was very sweet that your former student reached out to you for Father's Day. Thank you for all the mentoring you have done for so many years for our kids. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yes. And I had another friend text in, what is a unique cost-appropriate gift for fishing dads or father figures? Hmm. Cost appropriate, uh, uh, unique cost appropriate gift. Okay, huh? That's, That's interesting. We might have to think about. Everybody likes electronics, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> new motors. I say a gift card. <laughs> gift cards. Gift cards. Gift card. You can't. You can't go wrong with a gift card. I know. Anywhere, you West know, Marine. I mean, like. Yeah, a gift card. A gift card from Key Marine. I mean, Key Marine. Yeah, yep, they do gift yeah, cards, they or do they'll do some or, kind of certificate or yeah. something. You could do that as well. You know, uh, find out what they what they like to do. They like to go out and, and hang out on the boat. They like to fish or whatever, and then make it work with that. Yeah, I you think know? there's lots of options. Yeah, definitely yeah. depending on your budget. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yep. You know, so a gift card is nice, and and yeah. do that. And again, key I marine. I say that because I love gift cards. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You can, you can really uh, do something. I can with save a gift them card. for yeah. when I need them. The only thing I don't like about gift card, if you got a fifty dollar gift card and you spend. You know, $47.57, and you don't know what to do with the rest oh, of it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I always try to max it out, right? I, I always spend more. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did get a gift card uh, for uh, Father's Day for my, my stepson. He gave me a, a gift card. Uh-huh. And uh, Wait, and you have a stepson? A stepson, yep. You are a father. I am, Wait I am. Wait a minute. I, I raised him well. He flies, oh, goodness, he flies, he flies overseas for Delta Airlines. He's a pilot, so it's pretty cool. You are hiding these So suckers. I enjoy... <laughs> talking to him and and uh and you know i like aquariums so he, he gave me a gift card and a nice card and said buy something fishy i love it so i went to the pet store and bought some more fish That's and stuff great. you know so That's i had awesome. to get that 50 dollars and 72 cents i had to come out of pocket <laughs> at 72 cents but yeah so you know but gift cards are good yeah it's a great sure. idea uh and if you have any you know if you need more suggestions stop by key marine they got a nice little showroom out there yeah and you can check that out and they have stuff in there that you can buy too so we'll wait until we do some giveaways and you can give 
somebody some mercury swag. There you go. Yeah. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, with the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm here with Stefan Schmidt. He is the boat smart guy, and yep. we love it because he has a lot of great answers for you. So if you have a question or comment about all things boat, maybe about uh, Georgetown Technical College, yeah. 437-1620, you can call or text. Yeah, I appreciate the calls and texts because that lets me know that we're, we're, we're educating people and helping people. I do too, and, yeah. It's and great. all the nice comments lets me know that we're doing things right. There you, know? you go, so, yeah. So I appreciate that, and uh, we are working on trying to get the boat on the boat show every week. We're working on that right now. I think now. that would so, be phenomenal. Yeah. I would love yeah. to talk We'd to you every week. We love doing it every week, and yeah. we're trying to get to that point as well, so we're working on that. And uh, so that would be exciting. I like doing the show. I love this is This is the highlight of my week. Oh. You know, coming in here and doing the show, seeing Tammy, of there course. There you go. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> no, yep. I love having Stefan on. He's great to have on the show. It's, and- it is a lot of fun. And if you've never done this radio stuff, it's pretty cool, really. I enjoy it. And it's, it gets the word out. 1620 does that. And, you know, it gets the word out and people get to hear, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The good things that are going on in Pensacola, like I said earlier, y'all wearing me out when I was listening to the Blue Angels oh, stuff yeah. and the we 4th have, of July. We're going to get to that because we yeah. need to talk about um, yep. maybe some 4th of July and Blues etiquette on the boat. But yeah. first of all, we have a phone call. Okay. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Am I on the air? Yes, sir, you are. How can we help you? You got a question oh. for Stefan? I, I do. Um, Stefan, I've got a... Um, 25-horsepower, two-stroke Yamaha. It's a 2006 outboard. And I bought it, uh, obviously, from a guy used. And I've got a, just a question. Um, everything seems to run well on it, except for, like, when I'm out and I'm, at, I'm on throttle, say I'm just, like, at a cruising kind of speed, and then I kind of rev the throttle to go uh, a little bit faster. It does this kind of thing I, I hate to make a noise of it but it's like oh it kind of like just bogs down like it's not getting gas or something and uh oh i'm sorry about that i'm just wondering if that sounds like a typical condition or something i'm just going to need to take it into the shop the only thing i have done is i have replaced the gas uh filter okay that's a great question and the very first thing i would do if you had a if you could talk to the person that you so, that sold it to you how long has it been sitting? That's one question to ask. That's part of troubleshooting. But I would lean more toward a fuel problem, a carburation problem. So here's what I'm going to suggest to you if you want to troubleshoot it yourself kind of quickly. If you get to where it starts to bog, pull out on the choke real quick and push it back. And if the motor picks up and runs, 99% of the time it's a fuel problem. And then at that point, you know, there's nothing out there you can do to, to clean that carburetor other than taking the carburetor completely apart going all the way through it, cleaning all the orifices and, and the jets and everything out, and then putting it back together and then setting it back up correctly, that's the way you fix it. So I hope that helps you. But I would gotcha. lean toward carburation. It does, it, it does. Probably puts me in the range of a key marine when it gets to taking the carburetor apart. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that because it will, like, if I – kind of like a vehicle, you know, where it, when it does that bogging down and I kind of, like, rev the throttle a little bit, it'll – It'll like engage and all of a sudden take off. Yeah, but I, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm leaning toward the fuel, you know, the fuel system. But again, if you continue to run it like that and it is a fuel issue, it could burn up the motor. So you need to get that checked out. Oh, yep. Okay, okay. <laughs> yep. I appreciate it and I enjoy your show. It's fantastic. I appreciate Thank that. You Thank you for you. calling.
Thank you very much. Yeah, and a lot, and, and it's your motor telling you, "Hey, I need some help here. Something's wrong. Fix me." You yeah. Know? <laughs> Before further things go wrong, yeah. which could be very bad. So, and even on a small motor, that can be very costly. So, you know, right. It's a good idea to have somebody check that out that knows what they're doing. I had a friend um, text in okay. just now. Had a similar problem. Check venting of tank. A tent. Similar problem with. Okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a good one too. Okay, so the the vent. The tank vent, and then I'm assuming, and you know, the, the 25, it probably has a portable tank. So make sure that your vent is open. Uh, if you're questioning that, open the 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 uh, fill cap, mm-hmm. and that helps air enter the tank. The tank has to vent, and the reason that is is because constantly pulling air in while it's pulling fuel out. Okay, and if you shut that vent source off, then the fuel can't move from the tank to the engine typically if you have a venting problem your primer bulb will go flat like a pancake and you won't be able to prime it up so you'll see that primer bulb start getting flatter and flatter and flatter like a balloon goes flat if you you know or, or you know when a ball goes flat surprisingly kind of Stefan, i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah so yeah there you go i explained it <laughs> I perfectly mean, no you did like yeah you think so. like, like a lawnmower the prime because yeah because there's a uh it's a vacuum constantly pulling uh-huh. on that fuel system. And if that happens, it's a vent problem. So, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for calling and texting. And yep. you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Stefan Schmidt with Boat Smart. If you have a question about your boat uh, engines, you can give us a call or text 437-1620. So, I've been busy, too. I said my students have been busy, but uh-huh. I've also been busy. And, and typically, I'll go around after class and, and visit different dealerships and talk to people about hiring students and, and that kind of stuff. And yesterday I just had, I was down at uh, Marine Max Pensacola and I was talking to one of my previous students who's working there, just checking on them, see how they're doing. And he said, Hey, he said, Jeff Kilgore from Mercury Marines here somewhere. And I always like to run Jeff Kilgore down when I see him in the place. He usually comes by my shop at school, but also see him out around. And uh, so I just sent him, you know, just being funny, I just kind of sent him a picture of a Marine Max Mm -hmm. logo and truck while I was standing outside. And he, immediately called me he said you're at marine max and i said i sure am he says want to go for a boat ride ah, and you know fun. i said of course i don't want to go for a boat ride <laughs> said nobody ever right right, <laughs> right? so i'm like yeah you twist my arm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so they were out test running a boat he was with a marine max technician and they had a uh, harris 25 foot harris tritune with a 400 uh mercury 5.7 liter verado on the back of it and it was one of their very first rigs that harris has done on his tritune so they were out testing it uh-huh. and getting downloads. They had the laptop out and all that stuff. And he says, we're doing downloads and, and, and setting up the computers and stuff. You want to go? So I went out on the boat with that. So shout out to Jeff Kilgore from Mercury nice. Marine for educating me as well. I love it. You know, That's so we great. had a blast yesterday out on the bay, hanging out on that boat and just, just having a great time. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a good time. And I'll be able to take that information back to my students and talk to them That's about that. That's wonderful. So, yeah. The time goes by way it too does. fast with you, it Stephen. Does. It does. It I goes, could, we could have a whole nother hour show. We could. We could. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so for the sponsor, much. Key Marine. And I appreciate all the calls and texts. Absolutely. We hope that you have a wonderful Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Coming up, we have Kate Thomas with ESPN Pensacola.
Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, with the Pensacola Expert Panel. And I have some very, very exciting news for you. Stefan is back again for this half hour. Just hanging out. Uh, You know, I was like, we never even got to fourth of july and the blues yeah. and he's like you know what i can stick around we'll talk about it and we also have kate thomas with espn pensacola good morning kate good morning so i'm excited i love having round tables i think this is going to be fun so where should we start Stefan, with blue angels oh my gosh <laughs> you got to start at the boat ramp <laughs> i think you we know? should start at the boat ramp yeah get people get so crazy yeah it, yeah that is the the where where it all starts to happen and everything can go wrong so quickly it goes downhill from there yeah it does <laughs> if oh you my. have if you have a question or comment want to call or text 437-1620 have you ever been out there on a boat during blue angels absolutely it, many many not. many times you have not it is an experience it's Talladega. and you should try it at yes. least once in your lifetime <laughs> and uh be prepared so right. yeah it gets a little crazy out there and and we were talking about the boat boat ramp etiquette and stuff like that we we're were. Get, trying to get great. into that yeah. you know and it, like i said it all starts at the boat ramp mm-hmm. and uh my notes i was talking about you know practice makes almost perfect right and at the boat ramp you never know what the heck's gonna happen because it could be just one of them days mm-hmm. where it's so packed and people are trying to get their boats in the water. So etiquette is a big deal and patience is really a part of that. Yes, you know, please you have pack to patient. your patience. Yeah. Yes. And for the for the air show as well. Right. You know, patience and have all your safety gear and have be ready for the worst of a day you know Mm -hmm. sometimes weather comes in and things like that so always be prepared for that but i think the main thing is to be patient and be prepared so that's far that that ain't blue angel show that's the best advice i can give you know oh absolutely and give people room right you know (laughs) please give people room be be respectful i think you know is is a huge part of it and that's where your patience and i think when people are going to have a good time sometimes they're just so ready to start that good time that they (laughs) aren't patient and they may not be the most respectful and they may not even really be thinking about any of the safety or all the other things that go with it right and some people start their good time like at six o'clock in the morning (laughs) right right <laughs> so you know alcohol a little bit involved of and when course that happens, it's six o'clock in know, the morning you can't yeah. find a boat spot <laughs> <laughs> right so you know when you when you add all that to it right. and then the boats all grouped together and things like that it can be a little hectic but i'm not, i don't want to ever discourage anybody from doing it. like, oh, I, it's like I said it would be a great time for you to go out there and find somebody that has a boat and go out there and enjoy the day and all the things that go along with that uh the people around you and just kind of if you're a people watcher the and an airplane watcher that's your day right oh, this is Sounds the best like day of the year i would love it if anyone wants to take me out on a boat Stefan, do you have a boat <laughs> yeah right <laughs> me and kate yep. need a ride yep, yep. <laughs> i have taken uh 16 20 people over there on really? this weekend they couldn't get across the bridge and they call me hey you got a boat in the water yeah let me see what i can do for you meet me at the marina and nice i had to make them swim a little bit because you can't by, by that time you can't get close to the you swim a mile and <laughs> yeah, reach the boat mile. i'll take you the rest of the way <laughs> You're gonna have to swim to that dock right there. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, hey, you hey can't I would get do it. it. Yeah. I would do it for yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah. And also, I think it's super important if you are the captain of the boat. Number one, to be the captain of the boat and take charge, and also to talk to the people you're having on the boat about the safety precautions. Of these are where the life jackets yes. are. This is what we do in case of an emergency. If this happens, you know, because if you, especially at Blue Angels, you might have five or six people that actually have never been on a boat before. Right, exactly. 
and you, you know. try to prepare people before you know before you even get at the boat ramp for instance right. what are we going to do at the boat ramp mm-hmm. how are we going to get the boat in the water where are we going to put the boat that kind of stuff and also approaching an area where you're going maybe you're getting ready to anchor out of blue angels so you're looking at where the boats are you're looking at the wind you're looking at the current you're looking at the tide right you're making decisions on how you're going to put your boat there but you need to make everybody else aware that's on the boat and maybe the person that's helping you set the anchor or getting a dock line or whatever they need to be aware of that as well right because they might you know they might think you're stopped and ready to go and everyone's standing up and doing their thing and they haven't even anchored yet and yeah. you know just being aware of the procedures right is very important especially during blue angels yeah and patience and being mm-hmm. slow as you approach that's very important and, and super and, 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 slow yeah you don't want to just fly up please there, don't you know so you prepare and you and you get your crew prepared as well mm-hmm. and you kind of set it up to okay and just be be patient and sit out there if you're let's just say you're approaching a dock mm-hmm. or you're approaching the boat ramp you're coming back stop out there and just kind of see what your boat does before you even start approaching okay is the wind pushing my boat to the port side is it pushing it starboard is the current pushing and the winds pushing the other direction so you have to kind of see what you want to do with it right and you sit there and you make that judgment call and then you start doing the approach and let everybody know this is what we're going to do absolutely yeah? so if you're just now yeah, absolutely if you're just now tuning in you're listening to the news radio 92.3 informative local dependable this is the pensacola expert panel i'm your host tammy martin i'm here with stefan smith and kate thomas we're talking about the fourth of july blues and i do have to say that if you've never driven a boat don't do it on blue angels or fourth of july <laughs> yeah this is not your that time would, to learn be a good first time yeah, it would not I be a good first it. time if you think you're going to just if you've never done it before and you want to go rent a boat don't do it this weekend right that weekend, yeah please don't yeah we call those weekends amateur weekends yeah. kind of you know yeah it's not the best weekend yeah. to do so it. you got to be careful you need to know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you know maybe understand that there are people out there that don't have as much right. experience as mm-hmm. you have yeah true and then also understand that sometimes things go wrong and you have no control over it mm-hmm. you know somebody ties up an anchor line or something and oh we've had an that accident, happen you know a storm comes up mm-hmm. which always seems to happen during blue angels i know, you know? every year yeah but we just it's fine. It yeah. cools us down. Just, I also want to say, while you're out there, because this has happened, I think, multiple times, is the boats are stacked. They're stacked together. Be cognizant of the people in the water that are floating around on floats or just floating, because there's been times I've literally had to push boats out of the way so they didn't run over someone. Yeah. Because there's going to be people, a lot of people in the water around the boats. And just be aware of that when you're moving your boat around. Yeah, you need to watch out for people and jet Mm -hmm. skis and all that stuff. There's a lot going on. And uh, people in the water definitely need to be aware of the boats. Yes, And the boaters need to be aware Mm -hmm. of the people in the water. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typically during a Blue Angel show, once everybody gets settled, it's usually around the 9 o'clock range. Everybody's (laughs) settled in, you know, where they're going to be. Uh, and then, you know, people start getting into water and having a good time. And then there's always that one person that shows up late <laughs> yeah, and thinks that? they need that spot. It's close yeah, there and they're so going to come in there and try to anchor right like, next to right. you. What is yeah. he doing? What is going yeah. on? And they're just trying to pass all the boats up to the front. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was two hours ago. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, uh, you know. First of all, you make suggestions, say, hey, don't park here, you know, yeah. and then second, you know, if they continue to do, and then it gets bad from there. Yeah, it just you know. goes south really quick. We've so. already been out there since 7 o'clock in the morning. We picked our spot. We knew what we were going to do, and yeah. uh, this guy overslept. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, um, yeah. 
for sure. And I just love it when we get out there. We're all excited, you know, it's gung-ho, Talladega, all the way there. And then you stop and you get settled and it's 7.32. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, we've got a long way to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to hey, do now? What are we going to do for the next six hours? But, you know, we always have a good time. We're going to take a quick break here on Pep Talk. We'll be back with more. Informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Timmy Martin, for the Pensacola Expert Panel. Hope you're having a great Friday morning. We're having a great time in the studio today. I have Stefan Schmidt and Kate Thomas with me, and we're talking about boat safety. Well, boat smart. Yeah. Being right. boat smart. Being boat smart. There you go. For like the, the 4th of July and Blue yeah. Angels. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. We are not discouraging anyone to go because I think everybody should go. It's the best time of the entire year no to me here it. in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want you to be smart about it and make right. uh, smart choices so no one gets hurt and everyone has a great, safe yeah. time. We're trying to trying to educate people, right? right? Absolutely. And I learned something while we're on break. You have to park <laughs> close to the beach so you go on the beach to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I what never was, knew that. What was your response, David? <laughs> you go? I looked at Timmy. I go, you got to go to the beach to go to the bathroom? <laughs> so, Good time. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> We're not, I said, really? <laughs> yeah. My boat's never had a bathroom on them, so the bathroom was around my boat. You exactly. Know? Yeah. I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But so. you can, on the sound side, swim yeah. up to where you can go get a drink or food oh, okay. as well. That's yeah, yeah. kind of what okay, it was. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, boater safety and making sure that everyone on the boat knows the rules. We had a situation one year um on the boat where there was a new person on our boat and when you're leaving everyone's leaving right it's just so many boats yeah. and it you just have to be very aware of your surroundings who's around you and uh, one of the people on our boat thought it would be fun just to fall off the back oh my yeah like it was a joke not a good idea not a great idea it's not funny <laughs> no it is not funny, especially when there's a lot of patrol people around. Yeah. Well, it's not funny no matter what. You could get hurt. Yeah. People could think you don't know what you're doing on your boat yeah. as the captain. I mean, because he had no control over what was happening in the back. He thought everyone was sitting there, and he's like, let me just jump off the boat in the middle of all this. But that's what I say. It's great for the captain to have a talk with everyone on the boat right. first. You know? This is what you need to understand to be safe right to be safe and pay attention to that conversation drink plenty of water and for the captain maybe bring a few extra life vests because you might have a few extra passengers that you normally don't have um maybe you pick up a straggler along the way that fell off one of the other boats (laughs) watch out for everybody (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's good yeah i remember one time my son he was young he uh he was probably seven uh we were coming back from the Fort McRae. And we, you know, we're coming up to the dock and, you know, you're just coming up fast. And we got to the dock and I jumped off the boat and I turned around and he's not there. Oh no. And he's little. I mean, he's little for his age. And I was about, I was about to cry. I was like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then what had happened was, is as soon as we got up there, he jumped off the boat to go get something, to go get the cart. But my goodness, I thought we lost him in the golf somewhere. But Oh, so he made it to the dock? He did. Well, he jumped off the boat the second we got there, but I didn't fast. see him do that. Oh, he was really fast. Yeah. 
And uh, uh, my father-in-law at the time was like, yeah, he's right up there. But, man, I, my heart sunk. I thought we had yeah. lost him back there, and I didn't. Because it can happen so fast, I guess is what my point is. It can right. happen so fast mm-hmm. that a, you hit a bump or yep. something happens and they're gone. You know, yep. we, Of course, he had a life jacket on at the time, but it's yeah. still pretty scary. Yeah, most people don't wear life jackets while they're out just boating around and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But if you got somebody misbehaving, Put one of them ugly orange life jackets on and say, you're going to wear this the whole time. <laughs> Good Until idea. You start acting right. We're yeah. going to make you wear this. You should That's probably right. put a sign on the back or something to make it even worse. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll work. Great idea. Not following the rules yeah. has to wear a life jacket. Yep, yep. <laughs> Maybe even take a head count of who's on your boat so you at least oh, yeah. know how many people. I've I've heard and been on boats before where um, even if children were aboard, it's it might be a child who's real quiet or something like that. One of my friends, their kids hid in this little tiny cubbyhole, and they thought they had lost him. Oh. But Aww. he was just hiding, and they finally found him. But it's just things like that. You know, know who's on your boat, how many people, and, mm-hmm. and just kind of keep track of it all so yeah. you're not losing yeah. anyone. I've, I've been doing some crazy stuff watching these YouTube videos on this different boat out, you know, areas and stuff and watching how crazy people get and all that. And that makes me really when I pull up to a boat ramp or a place, I'm going, I hope this don't happen here. <laughs> you mean you the know? qualified captain? Yeah. There's one of those on it, Instagram and it, you watch these. Oh goodness. Oh yeah. That guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Watch him and, and, and to see, and you're, and you're sitting there thinking, how does that happen? You know, right? a bo- another boat just flies up and piles up on top of another. How does that stuff happen? And, and so now you're thinking, okay, it's not just me. I got to worry about now I got to worry about everybody around me and what they're doing, you know, because right. I don't want to get run over pulling up to a boat ramp or pulling mm-hmm. into a, you know area or something like that. So yeah, uh, a lot of things can go on. Patience is a virtue, and just to be patient. Yeah. And a friend texts in when leaving after the show. I always wait to let the folks that are in a hurry get gone and out of the way. So that's, I mean, you're there all day anyway. Yeah. Sometimes we've done that too. We just sit around for a couple hours, literally afterwards, and let everyone go. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it's going, going to take you a while to get back anyway. If you're going the- through that bridge mm-hmm. right there is unbelievable how bad when you, yeah. the Pensacola Beach Bridge, where they have those um, little areas mm-hmm. where it's all boarded up, mm-hmm. you know, going through that area, the waves in that area get like 10 feet. It's unbelievable yeah. what happens as you're traveling through there and all those boats are traveling. So if you don't wait, mm-hmm. you're in the middle of all that and you're literally in a, in 10 foot seas and it's, it's terrible. Yeah. And it's I'll- unbelievable to see it happen, but that's what happens yeah yeah so waiting is great yeah do that yeah just wait around i mean you've been there all day anyway i mean now we told everybody to wait now everybody's gonna wait (laughs) what are we gonna do now no one wants to leave (laughs) you leave first okay until late late at night no i love it i mean you are already out there so you might as well hang around and visit you know with the company that you have aboard and just yeah like you said be patient which can be one of the hardest things yeah especially after you've been there all day you're listening to the pensacola expert panel we'll be more right after the break Good Friday morning to you. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Stefan Schmidt and Kate Thomas. We are talking about 
All things being boat smart and especially needed around this time of year in Pensacola. It's getting beautiful. You know, not just Blue Angels weekend, but every weekend that you take your boat out, you can apply these, what we're talking about. If you have a question, comment. You've been to the Blue Angels. Maybe you have a few comments about what we need to add to this. 437-1620. You can text or call. So we were talking about be patient, be aware of your surroundings. Make sure that uh, you know what you're doing when you're out there on Blue Angels because it is a game changer come that day. Yep. And, and 4th of July is that weekend also. Yes, 4th of July. And a lot of people go by boat to watch the fireworks. So that's something oh, that you need true. to think about as well. Uh-huh. You know, so because you go out during the daylight and you're coming back at dark. And so you need to be aware of that. So one of the main things in that type of atmosphere is to make sure your running lights, your navigation lights are working. Oh, yes. Not only for yourself, but other boaters. So you can see them better, you know. So, Good yeah. morning. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? We're doing good. Did you like our conversation about Blue Angels and boats? Uh, boating safety, yes. I, 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 I appreciate you guys talking about it. I think boaters should listen to talk about it a, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to forget uh, the big rules. Um, three quick points I would make, water in, water out, and then uh, schedule up. Water in, tell the kids or the parents of smaller kids, if you wait until you're thirsty, that's too late. Stay hydrated. Drink before you feel thirsty. Water out. Well, if you ever had surgery or spent a night in the hospital and had one of those uh, urinal things that uh, that attaches to the railing on the side of your bed, take it home. They throw it away after you leave. Take it home. That's something to take with you on the boat uh, in case there's an embarrassing situation where someone has to go potty when they can't do the water. And then uh, schedule, I, I like to tell people the word, the most dangerous thing to have on a boat is a schedule. If people tell you, I'd love to go with you, I'd love to spend all day with you, but i got to leave the back by 4.30, I'll try. But it's dangerous. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling in this morning.